0: what you're looking for inside that record store across the whole world they've gone
2: searching for shelves of gold to find that perfect score you're listening to the record story car you're listening to the record story car
1: Welcome back to the Record Store Recon edition of the Goldmine Podcast. And, of course, we have here Dr. Disk, the anonymous reviewer of Record Store Recon. How are you doing, Doctor?
0: Doing great.
1: I see here that you went to visit Black Wax Records in Lafayette, Indiana. Now, that's in the November issue. You review them. And the first thing I noticed is the, the... Mark of the Beast, the number of the beast on their address 666 and a third maybe you can explain how that came to be on Main Street
0: yeah well um, that's actually what drew me to go and check out this this store uh, I happened to go on Facebook and saw their, their logo and it just caught my attention um, not that I am a, a practitioner of the dark arts it just <laughs> interested me
1: Yes and
0: so in seeing um, seeing the name, I asked him, um, and by him I mean Brian, the owner, how they came up with the name. And he said, well, originally they were going to be called Lafayette Vinyl. Mm. But when they got the building and saw that the address was 666 and a third, they changed the name to a more appropriate uh, name, and that's how they came up with Black Wax Records. And um, all their store merchandise really plays well into it.
1: How is that? What What do you mean by that? What kind of merchandise?
0: Well, and I'll tell you, they have some of the softest, nicest feeling um, store T-shirts I have ever seen. <laughs> and it's got, it's got their logo. And, and here's what you, I really like. You
1: are big on it's, those t- branded T-shirts, aren't you? That's great. I, I,
0: I am. I I am. They um, It's got a great fr- logo on the front. And then on the back, just very generically, it says, support your local record stores. Oh. And and I think that's
1: pretty cool. And is the, is the music um, because of this sort of dark theme? Uh, is there like black metal or <laughs> stuff weird? No, you know oddities.
0: You're not you're not going to walk in there and find Anton Lafayette's Greatest Hits um,
1: <laughs> or the but Satanic but- Bible.
0: Right, right. Um, I mean, he might have it, but not out, not where where you can see it without asking. Um, No, uh, yes and no. Here is what I would say. Um, Brian was quick to point out that he likes the weird stuff, and Mm -hmm. his store has some really unique kind of '60s garage rock Mm -hmm. um, music to it. And and there, but but the store is brightly lit, it's easy to see everything. It's not about just dark music. I mean, I'll be honest, I picked up a Beatles album there, I picked up a Cheat Trick album, mm-hmm. I picked up a Misfits album. So, I mean, they've got it all.
1: Yeah, maybe the Misfits is a little dark, but not not the others, um, that no. you picked up. So, it's a small store, it's very clean. I'm looking mm-hmm. at a picture of it now, very orderly. Um, the way that the, the entire store has, it looks like the, Brian Ropes, that's the owner, it looks like he really takes care of the store and likes to organize it well.
0: Yeah, you know, like a lot of um, owners, he's doing it because this is what he's passionate about. Mm. The store is fairly new. It's been there for a little over two years. Um, and it's a college town. For those of you not familiar, this is where uh, Purdue is. And um, so I asked him, you know, what made you decide to open up a record store in, in a college town? And he said that um, he always wanted to do it. His kids were a little older and it was time to do it. And so two years ago, like a lot of people, he took everything he owned and plus with his own personal record collection and hung his shingle and, and he's been doing it now for two years. It's really him. It's a, it's kind of a one man shop. Although he did say sometimes you'll come in there and find his uh, wife and daughter helping out, mm. but it's really just him. It's really him doing it, and and he's another one of those guys who just oozes the passion of the record store. You could tell this is what he wants to do, and he's really excited to be there.
1: So since it's small, it's uh, limited to how much inventory it can display, right? I mean, does yeah, he, does he have a lot in storage, maybe in the basement or storage? Components? I didn't.
0: I didn't get into that. I mean, he had he had a lot of different stuff, but you're only going to find probably you know one copy of something, maybe two. Um, not, yeah. You're not going to go in and find you know ten copies of, yes. of a new album.
1: Well, I noticed that the racks don't have an underneath storage compartment, so it's uh, he is storing it somewhere, just not on site. Because a lot of times they'll sell an album and then pull it from the underneath storage area yep. um, and replace it but i noticed that everything's open which which is nice zen feel but uh, if you want to call it that or feng shui <laughs> or whatever well actually
0: <laughs> now that you mentioned that i seem to remember that he did have a room around the back side yes behind the register and everything and uh, where there was stuff on the floor and things like that and so he probably that i would imagine that's where he's keeping his overstock
1: how's that how's he done through the pandemic have you asked him
0: Yeah, like most stores, that's one of the first questions I I read into. Um, So this store is in Indiana, and Mm -hmm. Indiana is probably one of the more relaxed uh, states when it comes to COVID. Uh, So he did close down for three weeks back in March, and Mm -hmm. then they reopened doing curbside for a month. Mm -hmm. And that got them through, and then in May they reopened full boat. And so, um, when I went in there though, they had hand sanitizer, he offered gloves if I wanted them and everybody, and I wore a mask, he had a mask.
1: Ah, well, that's good. Um, he's also, like you pointed out, he puts his family to work. (laughs) I I don't know if (laughs) you've noticed that. I've noticed with some, a few stores that they have family members, uh, working right, right there. Um, you kind of don't know it unless you hear them talking to each other.
0: It's got to be, you know, it's 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 cheap labor, right? Oh yeah. And, uh, why not? If it's, if I when I open up a store someday, I'm sure I'll get every family member. <laughs> I'll roll my grandmother in there to help sell.
1: <laughs> right, just calling an internship.
0: That's right. That's right. College credit.
1: So he's got he's got the dollar and three dollar bins working, and you say it's some of the best bins you've seen for low-priced vinyl.
0: Yeah, you know. so I mentioned those albums I bought, and I will tell you that I bought the Beatles Revolver um, and the Cheap Trick, both for $3 out of the $3 bin. The Cheap Trick was in really, really, really good shape. The Beatles, the album itself was in really good shape. The sleeve um, Mm. was in real bad shape. And that's okay, because a lot of collectors, you know, sometimes you'll get a really good sleeve with a with a scratch record, you're like, I got to replace that record. Well, now I'm able to do that for three bucks. Mm. So, um,
1: I, I, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: was, it was a good deal.
1: Now he's also got uh, audio equipment on site too, right? Cleaning mm-hmm. supplies, that's correct. How's that? Uh, yep. How does that look? Is it fairly decent? Is it old school? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. No, he's got. It's mostly newer stuff. Um, you know, anything that you would need for cleaning um, and caring. Of uh, of your records, I always look to see if uh,
1: record stores have like eight track players or (laughs) cassettes (laughs) players. (laughs)
0: Hey, you
1: know, with the resurgence of cassettes, everybody's pulling their cassette players out of their garage. Did he have cassettes? No, he did have some cassettes. Oh, okay. So you you definitely make a point of saying visit the store and you won't be disappointed. Does he have any competition around him in Lafayette or in the area? Yeah, actually.
0: Like a like a lot of college towns, there's actually a few record stores in in the Lafayette um, vicinity. Um, so a, a couple of others I've actually visited before. His was probably the most organized, cleanest mm. um, that I've visited. Mm. And and it's there. Are, there is a store um, in town that it's all about quantity, mm. and they've got everything, absolutely right. everything. You know, but it's it's just not what I'm looking for in a store. right? And, um, and I thought that I, I thought this was a, this was a really good store.
1: Mm. The one thing I noticed is that uh, black wax has only a Facebook site. They don't have a regular website. Is that just something uh, his preference or he just hasn't gotten, had the time or money to put up a site?
0: I, you know, I, I didn't get into that with him, but I'll tell you, he seemed to be doing a pretty decent business and, mm. and I think he, I think for him it's more about taking care of the people right in his backyard.
1: Gotcha. That's a good point. All right, well great. I hope visitors go there. I I mean, it's so weird that there's a six 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 and a third uh <laughs> address for a record store, uh, and then they call themselves Black Wax. That in itself is pretty interesting. But you have yep. some you have some uh news about giveaways and such. Maybe you could yeah. talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, so last so, so last month was our second month in a row of doing a giveaway. Uh, we gave away a signed, uh, guided by Voices record, signed by Robert Pollard. Mm. And the question that we had asked was um, to, if you uh, tweet to Dr. Disc, and that's all spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R-D-I-S-C, who were the only two stores in the history of Record Store Recon that has gotten a perfect score, Mm. um, you would win. And the answer, of course, is Omega out of Dayton and Easy Street out of Seattle. Mm -hmm. And Ethan Europa out of uh, Texas, will Mm. protect his identity. I'm not going to tell what town, but from (laughs) Texas, was the uh, first to uh, to get to me and uh, sent him the record. And I know he posted it up on uh, Twitter. He was excited to get it. And so I thought, let's do it again. So we'll So we got a a third contest, and I'll keep doing this until we run out. Um, I have a signed 10-inch from Surfer Blood, Hmm. and not only is it signed by the whole band, but they doodled all over it, which I think is really cool. Um, And so to win will be the first to tweet again at Dr. Disc how many points make up a perfect score from Record Store Recon.
1: You're messing with people's minds now.
0: I know, and we're blowing their mind.
1: So, <laughs> Okay, well, great. Well, let's cue up the music, and it's time to go. And what's next uh, for the Record Store Recon when we come back on this well, podcast?
0: Well, we've got um, Scratched Records from mm. Barrington, Illinois, mm. will be our next visit. And I'm going to check them out and, and try and get over there and actually visit them during one of the drops. And see how things go. I did want to make a quick reference to a store that we had visited once before, okay. uh, Hoarder's Trading Post.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Which when I when I talked to you a while back, I told you they were probably the largest CD store I've ever visited since mm-hmm. the '80s when CD or '90s when CDs were getting popular. I want to tell you that he, this guy has gone full boat vinyl and yeah. has bought some of the largest collections I've ever seen of. Very rare stuff. And um, and I happened to be in there last week, and I'm telling you, if people are looking for rare stuff like Green Day Dookie Original, mm. he's got it. I picked up a uh, original Kerplunk Green Day. I picked up an original Iron Maiden Number of the Beast, an original Morrison Hotel. Um, and he's got pretty good prices on this stuff. So check them out if you're looking for some very top-end Really good vinyl. This is the place
1: to call. Hoarders Trading Post. Remind me where they're from again? They are from St. Charles, Illinois. Ah, that's right. Okay, cool. Well, you planted a seed to our listeners. <laughs> All right, Dr. Disc. We'll talk to you next time on the Goldmine Podcast, the record store recon edition. Take care, man.
2: What you're looking
0: for inside that record store across the whole world. They've gone searching for shelves of gold to find
2: that perfect score. You're listening to the record story, calm. You're listening to the
1: record story, calm.